okay. Are you guys ready? Ugh, hold on, I got some burps. I gotta. Okay. Okay. I, <laughs> we're good. Better get it out now before we start recording, because it's just unprofessional to go on a podcast and make horrible noises into the microphone. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I got it out. We're good. We're good. Oh, okay, it passed. Okay. Okay. Um, Is it recording there right now? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, better refill Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry. I will. How about a whiskey and soda? Less soda than usual, thanks. And this is wine. To drink. Just a bit might improve your humor. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not drunk. And an excellent vintage it is, too. But if you're implying that I'm tipsy, sir. Good evening, Ponty Pool. This is Tipsy Terror coming at you live with a morning after. Woo! Even though evening and morning are different times, I decided to meet in the middle with you. <laughs> we're coming at them live. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not weeks later. This one's not as bad. This one's yeah, not as bad. This one's oh, gonna come out at the normal time. This is the appropriately timed morning after. Just leave me alone. <laughs> Alone. 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 Kissing. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fuck. So. For um, pot, so we're doing Pony Pool. Um, which is, I don't know about you guys, but probably my favorite episode that we did. Yeah. I had a lot of fun recording that one and discussing it after, and also it's just an awesome movie. Mm-hmm. Loved it. What about you guys? Uh, yeah, I still love it. I have loved it since I first watched it. <laughs> What about you, Molly? It's your first time. Yeah, it was my first time watching it, and it was incredible. It's one of those I haven't been able to like get it out of my head. Yeah. Since watching it, um, it sticks. Yeah, and it really does. It really sticks with you. So it's I'm like still kind of like thinking about it and processing it. And um, there's parts that we talk about like in our episode that have like still come back to me, which is really right. Cool. So yeah. one of the things that you mentioned during the episode was that you didn't think the you didn't like the fact that the rules weren't like really fleshed out. Oh. Do you feel the same way? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. This is why morning afters are important. <laughs> no, I really I don't know. I like that. Um and like I it's one of those like I've been thinking about it more. I kinda like that there aren't any rules. It mm. makes it interesting. Um you you just never know what's gonna like happen next, you happen. know. Happen. <laughs> that bit's gonna get so that, that bit gives me so much anxiety. Like I cannot t- like every muscle in my body tenses up when Molly looks me directly in the eyes and starts repeating her. It's creepy, right? Yeah, yeah, it's so unsettling. But like two things I haven't been able to stop thinking about are the beginning and the end of the movie. <laughs> how <laughs> and all the middle, but like <laughs> specifically the beginning and the end, how he's driving up in the car and he sees the woman right. and he's yeah. calling out and he says hello and a voice calls back like exactly what he's saying. And how that really does, it like is the start of right. the outbreak. Yeah. And that's yeah. so cool to me how they did that. Because you don't know until you've seen the movie. There was such a satisfying moment between Harish and I who had seen it. And we were watching it with Lauren and Quinn and a couple of, I think maybe one or two other people. Argy was, was there. Argy was, was there. there and yeah. I think Maddie was there maybe. Yeah. And um, nobody else had seen it. And so you guys were all like fascinated at the echo. And Harish and I looked at each other and were like, oh, that was totally foreshadowing, like, uh, yeah. But, like, we just, like, whispered it to each other because we didn't want anybody else to know that that's what that was. So it was really satisfying getting to see that payoff afterwards. Right. And actually realizing that that was foreshadowing the second time around watching it. Yeah. And what I, about the end? You I love that. The ending, um, how... And it, it's one of those... It didn't make sense to me until we talked about it. 
but how they're in that like weird kind of noir mm-hmm. ending, yeah. and they're talking really weird, and they're like, I, I don't remember exactly what it was anymore, but um, right. how I'm gonna try to find the actual quote um, from the ending so we can just read it out. Right. But like how but, um, we were so confused at the end of it. But then we were talking about it and it's realizing like this is how they're navigating in their new world. Yeah. Where um you have to be careful about the words you say. Is actually say. a genius ending. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> and like the first time you're watching it, you're like, what the fuck did that what were they doing that for? Mm-hmm. But you sit and you think about it and you're like, Oh shit, this movie is so smart. Mm-hmm. Do you find it? Um Almost. Oh, he's just got the entire movie script full no. of this computer. Oh, well, that's not it. So, okay, I can't find it right now, but... Let's get out of here. Where are we going? I can't play by the establishment rules any longer. My patience is worn thin. We're breaking the limits, stealing cars, leaving the world behind to figure out what they believe is black and white. But what about? What about? What about, what about? It's not a good anti-establishment way to begin a question. My name. My name, too. Johnny Deadeyes. Mm. Lisa the Killer. Where are we going, Johnny? To a new place that isn't even there yet. And then? Then we steal the loot and knock boots in the free world, baby. Okay. Okay, baby. One thing that I noticed when I was looking up stuff, like, later, uh, is when, uh... At the end, like, when they're doing all the weird talking, one of the things, he says, like, um, we'll, uh, we'll go out and, like, come back until we're knocking boots or whatever, and mm-hmm. then, uh, she's like, uh, so are you ready? And he's like, oh yeah, baby, and she's like, oh, baby, and then he shushes her, and then it, like, cuts to a black screen that says, and it just says Finn, um, which, interestingly is French for end. Yeah. So it's French. Oh, Very, yeah. yeah. I didn't That's even cool. pick that up. Um, I, I only just realized that now. But, um, yeah, cause, but he shushes her when she says baby. Because baby was, like, a term of endearment. Um, yeah, uh, one thing I did, uh, I found online uh, an interview with the uh, director where someone asks, so the interviewer says, let's talk about the after credit scene, the cookie. And so the director says, that used to be the end of the movie, but before the credits. And people thought, what? What? Too much confusion. There is a tradition now where you have something at the end of the credits where you have an outtake or a hint of a sequel. The existence for it is sort of buried in there. Well, the title of the book sort of suggests it. Pontypool changes everything. And one of the things I've always loved about the notion of this is that the virus could affect something as abstract as the English language. It can leap into reality itself, change the fabric of how reality is perceived. Um, so, like, that's what the... That's, like, a perfect explanation. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, like, if it's if the virus is so abstract, it can yeah. affect the real world, and which is why it's black and white. And they also mention something... The, they mention the words black and white in the scene. Um, I, like, watched it before mm-hmm. this, but um, they, like, say the words black and white um, as they're talking about whatever their weird yeah. <laughs> language is. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so... Um, another thing is... There's a book, like, 
there's a book called Snow Crash by this guy named Neil Stevenson, which is about how it's it's something similar about like basically like language. I don't know exactly, uh, but it's about like a, a computer virus that starts affecting humans. I mm -hmm. think. I mm -hmm. um, but it's because like like there's like programming for us in our brains which is like the programming of humans mm -hmm. you know um and there was a copy of the book snow crash on like in the studio in the movie oh really yeah and that was like an intentional reference that's cool um to that uh yeah um so did we have any other thoughts something else that i still love about this movie is that it's a valentine's day movie yeah, yeah. which is really fun i love um horror movies that um, are set around holidays that aren't Halloween. Yeah. So that, it, and it's very subtle, but um, it also works with the plot in terms of you can't say terms of endearment, and in a way you'd be around your loved ones, so the virus would spread between like you being with your loved ones. And um, that scene when they're going, um, Sally killed John, and John killed Kelly, and right. Kelly was friends with Charlie, who killed Ben. It's just like yeah. how they were all kind of connected. That was very cool. Yeah, yeah. It's a great movie. Um, so, in terms of, uh, uh, should we do, like, ranking? Yeah, in terms of our ranking. Which did we, we do sound waves? Which one, what was our... We did radio the, waves. Radio yeah. yeah, but in terms of the, what, what were they Billing called? The, the conversation. The conversation. Okay, this is something I... <laughs> I remember. I don't think there's a villain in this movie yeah, that deserves to be on that. the villain ranking. And I just, I just don't, I don't know, because there's not right. one singular villain, so to me, there isn't really, Yeah. I don't know. It, well, and I, feel I this think way of about, the virus as a villain. I don't like, agree. Well, not the people that have it, but the virus itself, the, but yeah. it's not like an entity, it's like weird, that's so, like... I'm personally right. not going to put this on my villains ranking. I could but. rank I could rank it cuz as like scariest for me cuz I can't kick its ass. But <laughs> <laughs> cuz I also just talk so much that I feel like I would just fall under it on accident even if I was trying to avoid it like this that this would take me out easy. Especially as people who have a podcast. Yeah. As people who have a podcast. Podcast. <laughs> podcast. No, but no, but <laughs> podcast is zebras. <laughs> zebras, okay. No. <laughs> yeah, no. Um. I think if we're, well, the way we redefined the ranking mm -hmm. um, is would we want to watch another movie about this villain? And then, so for me, like, uh, I think there was a planned sequel mm. um, called... Um, on IMDb, there's it's listed as Pontypool Changes. Oh, wasn't um, it uh, Pontypool 2, Electric Boogaloo? <laughs> <laughs> you said it so serious, I felt for it. <laughs> it's titled Pontypool Changes, but um, apparently uh, the book is not the same story. The book is, like, like I think the book is, like, short stories about stuff that happens in the town. Mm. And, like, the radio broadcast is playing in the background. During the like book, oh okay. so oh, book. <laughs> yeah, um, so I think they were planning to make the sequel about other aspects like um, the the virus in other places. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so I, I think if we're ranking it that way, I would say conversationalist or the 
the my the virus goes to the top of my ranking. Yeah. Because I I would be interested in seeing another movie. Although I don't want to because I don't know if you can do a sequel that's like as good as this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, I I find this a really interesting um, type of virus. Yeah. So we're going to rank the, uh, re-rate the movie, um, based on radio waves. Um, how many radio waves would you want to give it? Um, I give it 10, so I think it's a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sticks with you. Yeah, I think I would give it... <sighs> I'd probably give it like a 9. Yeah. I, I nine. really, really love this movie so, 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 so much, but a 10 is like... I think I gave it a 10 when I was drunk. No, you gave it a 9. I gave it a 9? Yeah, because of the, like, the romantic... Yeah, that's where I was going to go. Is I really love this movie, but I didn't get why they maybe thought it was a good idea to add the romance stuff, but I was like, eh. But yeah, loves it. It's still a great movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I would still give this a 10, but, like, I that doesn't mean that there aren't places of improvement, like the weird brown face that didn't need to be there. Oh! Um, yeah. Yeah, like... And then there's, like, stuff like when she talks about Ken Loney being a pedophile. It, like, adds a little bit to the story. Like, she didn't really like him or, like, wasn't close to him, but she still felt sad about his death. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in that way, I think it's good, but it's also, like, I don't know. There's probably a better way right. of doing that. But, yeah, and then the romance, of course. But, like... I, I'd still give it a 10 out of 10 because I think um, this is such a good movie that it makes up for those um, problems. Yeah, for sure. I'm very personally susceptible to giving movies, like, full, like, on a ranking scale to giving them, like, very high or full point. Like, and I hate to say, like, points, but, yeah. like, full ratings. Like, if they give me enjoyment. So, like, if I got, like, maximum enjoyment out of this movie, yeah. like, I rate it very high, so. Right. I'm, I'm like, trying to stop doing that because I'm one of those people that's, like, I liked it, good movie, and then I go back and I'm, like, oh, crap, that wasn't a good movie. I just had fun watching it. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I, I accept 10 as a valid ranking for this movie. Like, it's, it's really, it's just such a good movie. Okay. Anyone um, got anything else? Else, all, all good. Else? Stay tuned for our next episode where we are going to cover also. House of Wax. Yes, <laughs> I've been waiting for this episode for weeks. And just to clarify, we're doing the remake with Paris Hilton. In we it. are absolutely <laughs> doing the Paris Hilton remake, not the original, which Vincent Price is in, I think. Right? <gasps> yes. Yeah, Vincent we, we should eventually original. do the original one, but we are doing the Paris Hilton. Matt really likes Vincent Price. He has yeah. like a Vincent Price oh, collection. I, love Vincent Price um, I would um, love to watch it just for him. But and we are also, doing the one remake. of the clips from our theme song is taken from House of Wax, the original. Oh, really? Oh, cool. yeah. That's awesome. And. But also, like, when I was, like, scrubbing through the movie trying to get the clip, uh, it didn't seem very similar to no, it's not. what I've it's, seen yeah. House of Wax. It's so, not. So excited. Um, yeah, so that's it. Yeah. Right. Boss, Tipsy Terror, you know, all the things. Yeah. And we'll see you soon. Thanks for checking in. Bye. Bye. Bye.